what's up, you guys? You're listening to the Psychology Channel with Tegwin and Eden. And today we have another Dreamcast. So we're going to be analyzing just two dreams. Super cool that we had a couple people send in their dreams. We encourage all of our listeners to send them in. If you want to be more anonymous, you can send them to our email or you can just slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram if Mm -hmm. you're feeling bold. Please. We love interacting with you guys. That sounds so sad, but it's just, it's very exciting. It seems sad now because like, I mean, I don't know how many, well, I don't know exactly how many people are out there listening, but I know it's not a huge amount, but it still makes us so excited. Yeah, totally. Whenever we can interact with anybody. Absolutely. Because we're, wow, that makes us sound really lonely when I put it that way. We're not lonely. We just want our podcast to do well. <laughs> and a little bit. I know. I'm just like, <laughs> I know. Like, I should not have used the phrase we get so excited when we can interact with anybody. <laughs> I guess everybody kind of feels that way right now. Though. Yeah. Just think of us as friends if we don't know you in person. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, we only, this is a mini-sode, so it's going to be short. We only have two dreams that we're going to go over. We're basically going to read the dream verbatim the way it was sent to us and then do our best to armchair analyze it I guess (laughs) like we did with our own dreams in the last dreamcast episode if you haven't listened to it go listen to it shameless plug okay let's hop into it (laughs) the first dream we have was sent to us by quote-unquote a Jorah's piss yellow tunic (laughs) shout out it says an ex-girlfriend and I were walking together up a street Even though I thought I knew where we were going, the dream changed and we were now hiking up the side of this cliff. At the top of the hike, an ESPN radio host told me we were going the wrong way. We started going back down, but the cliff was super steep and we basically had to crawl. I put my arm around my ex to try and secure her, but lost my grip and she fell off the cliff into the ocean. (laughs) Not being the most... Sorry. Sorry I'm for sorry. laughing. I'm sorry. Um, not being the most confident confident swimmer, I did not jump after her. I stand by that. Someone did save her, and I was then yelled at by someone else for dropping her. Um, and then they also sent a message that said, with context, the ex and I are coworkers. Not a bad breakup, and we don't hate each other. It is pretty professional for work purposes. Well, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad she ended up okay. She fell into the ocean, but someone that's, saved her. That's true. That is a good thing. I I th- I feel like this is a really fun like dream. I was gonna say dreamy dream. <laughs> don't know what that means. <laughs> But like, you know, like all of a sudden when your dream changes setting like 100% and like even in the dream, you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) What just happened? But then you just go with it. That's fun. Dreams about exes are fun to analyze and annoying to have. Yeah. Well, I think the thing that stood out to me the most was even though I thought I knew where we were going, the dream changed and we were hiking up the side of a cliff. To get analytical, I feel like that that just goes to show yeah. like the course of your life. You're like, okay, like you have a goal in mind. You're totally like on the path to achieving that goal. And then something pops in and totally screws it up. And you're not really sure if you will be able to achieve that goal. So that was my interpretation of that line. 
That's interesting. That one, that stood out to me too, but I was thinking less about life in general and more maybe indicative of that relationship. I don't really know anything about that relationship or like the breakup besides, I mean, besides what it says here that it was like an amicable breakup. But I mean, as far as a relationship goes with somebody, you're on one course with that person and then kind of similar to what you said, like something can happen and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, 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 this isn't going the way that I thought it was going to go, I guess. And now I'm climbing up a really really steep cliff. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like the fact too that it changes from a normal street to like an uphill like cliff cliff climb is like, I don't know, something maybe changed in that relationship that this person is like reflecting on, I guess now after the fact. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. It seems like there's like some guilt for some reason too. Yeah, I think I was gonna say I was gonna say not to read into it too much, but that's literally what we're doing here. We're just reading into these dreams. Read into it way more than we should be. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like there's some guilt. I mean, obviously you drop in the dream you like drop your ex off a cliff into the ocean. (laughs) That's rough, buddy. Like Yeah, and like obviously like feel bad at like somebody yelled at yelled at you for dropping her and like was trying to make you feel guilty, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe some feelings of like letting that person down. Yeah. Or also just like I, I saying, know. like having to rationalize why you didn't jump off a cliff by saying, I'm not the most confident swimmer. I feel like that like also implies the guilt because like, I mean, I think yeah, fair enough not jumping off a cliff. Like, I don't think you would have to rationalize if that you know, at all. <laughs> if you know you can't, especially it's very logical, which is interesting. Like, it's not like, oh, I, I didn't jump after her to save her because I was scared or anything like that is like I I literally was like I'm not a good swimmer like I'm not gonna do shit yeah like I'm not gonna be able to do anything if I jump off this cliff anyway which is interesting I was gonna say that ties back into like what you were saying about like seeing maybe the relationship going a different direction than where this person Jorah's piss yellow tunic had originally seen the relationship <laughs> going because yeah they couldn't they're they weren't able to save her so yeah I was thinking too isn't um isn't like taking the plunge or something like that like a metaphor when it comes to like relationships or getting married like doesn't it mean like you're you're starting to get serious yeah like when they say like you're you're taking the plunge or something like that so I kind of thought of that imagery as well like the imagery of like falling off the cliff like jumping off the cliff like it's like uh, when a relationship starts to get serious, that's the moment that it's referred to as, as that. So it's like, like I said, I don't know anything about this like actual relationship. So I don't know how serious it got or like what stage it was in when the breakup happened or anything like that. But yeah, it seems like maybe. I think that I is a so, fantastic yeah. interpretation. Like, whoa. <laughs> I would Thank never you. have thought of that. That's great. You. I just, I wasn't sure that that was actually a metaphor, but I, I'm glad you were able to confirm that. Like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, taking the plunge is like, okay, you guys are going to like, plunge, yeah. gonna take you're going to move in together or get yeah. married. Yeah, do something to advance the relationship. So yeah. the fact that it's like she fell and it was not intentional and then he chose not to like jump in after her is maybe reflecting on like why that relationship ended and yeah and also i think the fact that she lived is reflective of the amicable breakup Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. because if she had died it would have been like i hate this ex like she sucks 
goodbye. Like, I'm glad to have she her out said, of my life. Yeah. But, like, she's, yeah, she lived. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Also, like, someone else did save her. I'm wondering if that ended up happening, if, like, she did go on to, like, see somebody else, or, like, I don't know. Just the the fact that, yeah, that she lived and it was, like, somebody else that, like, ended up scooping her up. It's definitely, like, a really symbolic dream. Yeah. There, well, literally, too, it says, like, when they got to the top of the cliff, an ESPN radio host, for whatever goddamn reason, <laughs> the ESPN radio host is there, literally told me it says told me we were going the wrong way which also is like okay maybe this relationship is like going towards a, a path that you're like not really yeah that's the wrong way <laughs> like, and you needed a yeah, commentator a sports commentator to tell you <laughs> i mean because they do have you know, the greatest voices on the planet so i'm not they do i can imagine like what is an espn radio host telling you this sound like i i don't know espn hosts but i can think of like NBC, yeah. like Bob Costas or yeah. like Chris Collingsworth. Yeah. <laughs> like, excuse me, sir, you are heading in the wrong direction or sir and ma'am. <laughs> Please turn around and reroute. Reroute. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about this dream? To any last words for Jorah's piss yellow tunic? Yeah. Um, before we move on to our next dream. Yeah. Jorah's piss yellow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Jorah's piss yellow tunic. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up about it. It's probably some, like, I mean, it doesn't sound like you're, like, sad about it from from what it sounds like. I mean, I have we literally have no idea what this relationship is, but... No clue. No clue. But don't don't beat yourself up about it at all. Like, don't worry about it. You got, if you guys are yeah. friends still or co-worker, like, amicable co-workers, then that's fine. Don't worry about her falling off cliffs. <laughs> And you not being able to catch her. Those are good last words. Okay, let's move on to our second dream. So Take it away. Our second dream was actually submitted by someone that... So Eden and I, backstory. Origin story time. (laughs) We've known each other since like second grade. We went to the same elementary school and we were best friends. Y'all should have seen Tegwin's bangs. Um, But we we were in kind of a trifecta. So the third person in our trifecta was Anastasia. And we were all friends like... From like third grade through high school. Question. Yeah. So you described us as a, a trinity per se. Was Anastasia the father, the son, or the Holy Ghost of our trifecta? I would say that Anastasia was the father, that you were the son, and I was the Holy Ghost. Okay. I had no opinion going into this question. So <laughs> I wholeheartedly, I neither agree nor did I. Fair enough. Like, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> But I mean, that's how I would classify it. I think especially because you and Anastasia continued to go to the same school, middle school through high school. So you guys were like more linked. And the Holy Ghost is kind of like, you can't, uh, this is, this is a podcast. No one can see me like dancing no a little bit. We're doing. <laughs> yeah. No one can see us trying to move like a ghost. Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> like the Holy Ghost nonetheless. Anyway. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, so the person who submitted this next dream is Anastasia. Shout out our girl, homie, the father of the Holy Trinity. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's let's just dive into it. So she texted us this dream. I had a dream I was covering a shift at work and didn't know anyone working. I walked in with my two-piece white PJs. Customers exchanged glances with each other and were all snickering at me but I started laughing louder and told them to get the fuck out of my store. The employees all stared at me and I just walked 
past them and took my jammies off. I started working naked and sorting through new clothes I could wear. But I didn't like any of it and refused to put clothes on until I found something that I liked. Then the store turned into an exclusive movie club or something. It was like the Galleria. There was a salon and shit like that upstairs. Then I saw this boy there and he started wrestling with me. He wouldn't stop grabbing and groping me as a joke, but I was wildly screaming for him to stop. I stabbed him and walked away. I was still naked. (laughs) Uh, Can I just say incredible? (laughs) I love that. I love that. I mean, I don't love that there is a boy grabbing and groping her, but I love that she's just stabbed him while naked. Yeah. <laughs> just walked away. Absolute power. That's move. amazing. Okay, another dream where, like, all of a sudden the setting changes. Yeah. Like, right in the middle, which is interesting. Also, <sighs> for those of you guys that don't know, the Galleria is a mall in Los Angeles, specifically Glendale, California. Um, Glendale, yeah. It's... it's a- a pretty big pretty pretty big yeah but it's pretty standard like they have all the typical mall things like wetzel's pretzels and auntie Anne's pretzels (laughs) and (laughs) potato corner (laughs) anyway potato corner anyway anyway this is not a a mall appreciation (laughs) podcast i know we're not sponsored by the gallery i don't know why we're giving them all this furry advertisement nah shout out wetzel's pretzels though (laughs) Their pretzels be Yeah, fire. Wetzel's better than Auntie Annie's. I'm not going to take that back. Auntie Anne's, Auntie Annie's, Aunt Anne's. Honestly, if it's so confusing, why is that your name? Like, I don't get it. I don't know what it is. I yeah. think it's Auntie Anne's, but I... You know what You know what name I do remember? Wetzel's, Wetzel's pretzels. Wetzel's fucking pretzels. Also, they have fire lemonade, too. <laughs> the, the Wetzel's that was in the mall in my area closed. And oh. now there's only an Auntie Annie's. And it's so tragic. And one time... We got lemonade from there, and it literally tasted like pennies. Oh, no. Auntie N, more like Auntie <laughs> Pennies. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, so, my God. But it was, that was so dry. I apologize. <laughs> dry like Auntie Anne's pretzels. Oh, shit. <laughs> God, I'm on a terrible oh, tangent. Oh, my goodness. No, that was amazing. Why the fuck were we talking about Auntie Annie's? Oh, the gallery. The gallery. <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess we should start talking about her actual fucking dream instead yeah. of just continuing pretzels. to rant about pretzels. Okay, this this dream is interesting. It's also interesting to analyze because we both know no Anastasia. Yeah. I, okay, um, can I make like a yeah. broad analysis yeah, of this dream? Your- I think that, I don't know when this dream was. I don't know if this is when she sent it to us, but I feel like walking in in her two-piece white pajamas, that is like the most mm-hmm. like wholesome, innocent, pure, whatever, like picture mm-hmm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And well, in elementary school, we were not like the cool kids. <laughs> like we were, no, <laughs> we were kind I of. I know you guys are all so shocked by that. People don't like the fucking nerds. Anyway, anyway. We, we weren't, we weren't cool. But it's fine. Yeah, we're cool now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that. Oh my God. <laughs> God. <laughs> Silly us. But 
I think Ooh. like this just shows like a going from innocence and then being like made fun of by other people because mm. people were like laughing at her and stuff. And she's like judged, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna rip off these clothes, mm-hmm. these PJs, and I. She can't find clothes that she wanted to wear, so she mm-hmm. felt like she couldn't fit in. Mm-hmm. So she never really found a place that she fit in. And then this guy like came along and started like harassing her Mm -hmm. and she was like finally she kind of she i mean she stabbed him thank god because he deserved that (laughs) yeah i mean absolutely god i'm sucking at explaining this (laughs) (laughs) but she goes from like innocence to being made fun of to like not be not feeling like she can fit in because she can't find clothes that fit her style or who she feels like she is Mm-hmm. But once she like once this guy comes along, she kind of like wakes up and like casts him off as she cast mm-hmm. off her white her pajamas clothes. and yeah. she stabs him and gets rid of him and she walks away and she's mm-hmm. still naked. So she finds mm-hmm. that she doesn't need to fit in. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need mm-hmm. to find a place to fit in because she can just like be who she is. And that it's about it's about self acceptance. That's nice. Yeah. That's a, I think that's really good. I I, I explained that really quite good. poorly, but no, no, no. I I got what you're saying. I think I think that's good. I think that's a good analysis. I didn't think about that. The pajamas being white and the symbolism of innocence. That's really interesting. I did I did have a similar thought about yeah. It just seems it. I mean, like you said, you just said it all, basically. <laughs> so, Sorry, I just... <laughs> no, 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 don't apologize. You just, you summarized it really well. So I don't want to just like repeat the same things that you said. But yeah, d- like the symbols of self-acceptance are definitely there. I mean, going from like, I guess, shedding what she was initially wearing because she was concerned about the thoughts that other people were having about about her and what she was wearing to then deciding like I'm not gonna put on any clothes <laughs> like yeah but I mean she also like confronted in the dream the people who started laughing I mean, she said I told them to get the fuck out of my store yeah <laughs> which is like pretty badass I mean I think it just goes to show that she's a very like individual like person so one of those things like I'm not gonna settle and put on clothes that I like don't feel like represent me and who I am so I'm just gonna be naked <laughs> Which yeah. is pretty badass. A lot of um like getting harassed. <laughs> like yeah, being harassed by like customers in the store judging you and then harassed by employees. A boy. Yeah, employees or and a boy. Yeah, I guess true like initially walking into a shift you're covering. It's kind of like walking into um like a like a really unknown situation. Even yeah. though it's your job, it's like a shift that you picked up to cover so you don't really know what to expect. And then she said she didn't know anybody else who was working, which yeah. is always shitty when you kind of work with people you don't really know at all because you can't really have fun while you're at work and talk to anybody. You just gotta work. You just gotta work. Sucks. Yeah. And you don't know what to expect because you don't know anybody who you're working with. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to like the, the one part that I'm trying to figure out the significance of is like the shift from it being in the store to an exclusive movie club. Yeah, or, like the gallery. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it could be like the transition from like school to like adulthood. Yeah, that that's that's true. I, I'm like interested because it just says then the store turned into an exclusive movie club or something. It was like the Galleria. There was a salon and shit upstairs. I'm like interested. Like, was she still working there at that point, or was it just like like she was just there, like, yeah. naked? I mean, because like movie club makes me think of like um. 
the feeling of being, like, watched or viewed by, like, many people. Especially since she's naked, too, which is something that happens in dreams a lot. I mean, being naked in dreams is, like, very common. Being naked in situations where you're not necessarily (laughs) supposed to be naked (laughs) is, like, a really common thing in dreams. And it usually represents, like, um, embarrassment or vulnerability or fear of vulnerability, which may be the case in this. It also may be, like, yeah, a a fear of being judged for being yourself. Yeah. But then by the end, like you said, it's like acceptance of being herself because she's still naked at the yeah. end of the dream after stabbing a man and walking away, which is a pretty, I don't know, it's a pretty final way to end a dream. Like just yeah. stab someone while you're completely nude and then just walk away from the situation having now accepted your completely nude self, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I fucking love it. Like, I think it's yeah, great. It, it, it's pretty cool. It definitely has some very cool symbolism in it, especially because, like I said, usually when you're naked in a dream, you're like afraid or embarrassed, yeah, or like feel off. And I think it like kind of started that way, but then towards the end, it's like, yeah, I was still naked. <laughs> like, <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I mean, kind of scary because you get like groped and grabbed by a boy as a joke? Question mark. Yeah, that shit's never a joke. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot of symbolism of, like, yeah, being yourself and accepting yourself and who you are and not taking shit from anybody because of that. Badass. It is really badass. Do you have any any final thoughts for Anastasia and her dream? I mean, I would just say keep doing what you're doing it seems like based i mean based on this dream i'm not i i know you as a person so i'm not gonna like (laughs) address what i know but based on the context of this dream i would say you're on a good path and Mm -hmm. keep just like accepting yourself Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's pretty cool and i think it's like cool it is uh something to look up to because it is really hard to accept yourself for who you are. Especially when there's people around you who are judging and or groping you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's that's it. Those are all the dreams we have. Yep. Have you had any weird dreams lately? Have I? Ooh, yeah. Um, I was just curious. I definitely had a super weird one that I'm going to tell you about when we're not recording. Because if I tell you about it when we're recording, it'll have to be redacted. Oh, yeah. No, I had a fucking, like, long, long long-ass dream. Like, look at this shit. Well, we are about to stop recording and talk about our personal dreams off the air. (laughs) Um, That was really fun. I'm really glad that we had some people send us dreams in. So big, big thanks. Big shout out and big thank you to both Anastasia and Joris Pisciolatunic for sending us some dreams to analyze. It's really fun. I mean, again, obviously, we're not professionals in any way, shape, or form. We're just two buds. (laughs) Two buds just doing their best. Yeah, we're just having fun. So, you know, listen to what we said or or don't. Yeah, (laughs) we could be way off, like... Joris' so yellow off. tunic is like, no, I do not regret letting her fall off that cliff at all. <laughs> and Anastasia's like, um, actually, I really don't like myself. Well, I hope that's not the case. I hope that's not the case. Yeah, yeah. definitely not. Yeah, no, 
I, but yeah, we're not professionals. We just do this for fun and it's super fun and we want to keep doing it. So please do send us more of your dreams. Like Tegwin said earlier, if you want them to be anonymous, that's totally fine. We won't rat you out. All right. Well, follow us and DM us your dreams on Psych Channel Pod on, <laughs> dang it. I was going to say <laughs> on at Psych at, Channel Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I was going to say at Twitter and at yeah. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> at psych channel pod on twitter and instagram and or and or you can send us your dreams via email at psych channel pod at gmail.com yeah and um go to itunes and leave us a nice review because we love when that happens yes we do all right sweet dreams everybody